what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. This is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, August 20th, 2021. What's going on? How are you? My name is Quinn. I'm the first unit operator, uh, line cook, and former Dalvin Cook owner. Not in a 19th century way. I'm talking fantasy football, okay? Apologies to the black community uh, of this show. And we are coming to you live on a Friday afternoon. Fridays, we, we kind of gotten settled in a little bit here on the, on the Friday. And I, I tell you what, it, it, it doesn't work too bad. We've got some things going for it from a recording on Friday perspective. Number one, Fridays are my permanent, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, work from home day, which I love. And I also don't typically run on Fridays. My schedule traditionally Running-wise, in preparation for this year's marathon is Monday through Thursday and then a long run on Saturday. So I take Friday off to rest my joints, etc. So it's kind of like, you know, am I recording this during the workday? Yes. Do I have my, my work laptop in front of me right now to respond to any urgent communications? Yes. But I also, like, don't take another time during the day for a lunch break. So... Am I technically taking my paid lunch break? Yes. So I really don't feel too bad about it. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know, my weekends tend to be pretty busy just like going around trying to do stuff, especially in the summers, Uh, you know, and and now that things are a little bit more opened up, there's just more going on, more to do festivals, movies, family and friends to see. So there's just a lot going on. So I, I, I like that I can sort of get it in. Uh, double dip with work hours, uh, if you will. Um, although I, I just mentioned things were opening up well, we, as of today, we have reinstated the mask mandate here in Chicago. So who knows what the future is going to hold? It's, um, it, it's very up in the air. Um, I have seen on like, this is just one example, but on a subreddit for running some marathon got canceled or something. So it's kind of like, are large scale events going to get canceled or, you know, concerts and tour dates going to get canceled, that sort of thing. It's, it's TBD. I don't think we're going to see anything like, you know, the first time we went through all this, but I know that there are some things that are going to get um, get snitched. Speaking of canceled, that's the topic of today's show. We're going to be talking about celebrities who need to be canceled. Okay, and we're going to be getting that to, in, get getting to that in one second. But I just want to go on the record here and, and take a firm stance to say. And let me give this. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible because I'm about to swear. And I don't drop I don't drop F-bombs frequently on this show. And just in life, I almost never use I, – I really don't 
cuss that frequently. I, it's not something I think about much, but you know, I say, I mean, and it kind of, you know, depends where you drawing the line. Like, do I say damn? Yeah. Damn is just like, I think for most people, it's just like kind of part of your normal vernacular. V-E-R-N. Vern is the name of the Gary Shandling turtle character in Over the Hedge. A-C-U-L-A-R. A-C-U-L. Like uh, that that organization that's always doing lawsuits against Matt Gates. Whoa, there's a... There's a preview for what's coming later. Um, but where was I going? Vernacular. Oh, like I don't I don't say, you know, like shit very frequently. And I almost never drop the F-bomb. But I hear I'm going to drop one. Because it sounded earlier today like I was getting actual bombs dropped on me. Fuck the Chicago Air and Water Show. I just... Uh, I've experienced it before. But living up in Rogers Park, it's never really been... You know, huge sinks. They just don't fly up that far. But now living here in Lincoln Park, uh, I got to tell you, from about 10 o'clock this morning up until maybe half an hour ago, it's 1.15 in the afternoon right now, uh, it was going strong. And I think they have stopped for now. But I'm not joking. Like, I would be on Zoom calls this morning and just volume all the way up, couldn't hear what was going on. I was literally playing classical piano with my like heavy duty headphones plugged into the piano volume blasting and when these planes were flying over I couldn't hear what I was playing in my headphones and it's just like how how are you supposed to work how are you supposed to hear anything it was it I I I don't mean to make light of any actual war zones or bombings or anything like that but that's legit what it felt like it was just so loud so obnoxious uh yeah i just i don't get it like in the whole air and water show in general thing too i I, i'm kind of like fire i feel the same way as they do like fireworks where for me personally, you see it as a kid and it's magical and has a sense of wonderment to it. But now as an adult, I watch it I'm just like I'm real I feel like I'm just waiting for like two planes to clip each other and have it go down and not that that that's what I want to happen. I just feel like either that happens or I'm just like, okay, now what? Anyways. I do. I, I made a purchase. It just the only reason I mention this because it's fairly minute. Uh, I made a purchase on, or I it arrived to finish my thought five minutes before I started recording. I made a purchase on eBay for the first time. I pretty much use eBay to buy like sports wear. Um, like I bought my my uh, last Vikings jersey off of eBay. I bought both my Cubs jerseys off eBay. Derek Lee and Todd Walker heroes of the 2000s but i made another purchase it came very quickly i think i bought it on tuesday it arrived today friday it's a uh, yellow it's a very like classic traditional just all yellow with the vikings logo um on the front uh baseball cap and i i like i like buying like one new hat a year um and so two years ago i actually bought a vikings hat as well kind of an old school like bud grant looking one last year i bought a uh, day shoots brewery hat and this year i went back to the vikings and i think i'm just feeling like 
really pumped for this football season. Uh, and I part of that is just because the Cubs are so awful. I mean, they've had two separate 11-game losing streaks in the last, like, 30 days. That's not an exaggeration. It's I, I, At this point, it's up to, like, 34 or 35 days, but it's it's or games at least it's incredible how it's happened but and then you know the bulls making splashes but season doesn't start for another couple months blackhawks also made some splashes season doesn't start for another two months so now we're just like what season starts three weeks from yesterday i think so we're just looking forward to that i have a i have a my auction draft Next Saturday, right after I come back from vacation, I have my family draft the day after Labor Day, two days before the season starts. That's the tightest we've ever been. And uh, turns out, new this year, Rachel, my lovely, long-suffering GF, not long-suffering. She gets to love me every day. Who could be long-suffering? She is going to be in her office league this year. And has never played before. It's going to be lit. We are going to be a power couple. Managers to the stars. I think we're going to take all the players with the best booties. So, look out. The purpose of today's episode, and it's not going to be terribly extensive because I really, uh, I've made a, I have prepared a list here. But there, there's not. It's not like there's a million people on it. I think there's like, there's like seven or eight people, names on it, and some people I really don't have much to say. So I hope you will indulge me uh, with uh, a, a shorter installment today, uh, because I've got some stuff to do. I still got another Zoom call after this, or else you know I'd be sipping on a can of PBR. Oh, big announcement! And don't let me forget. Because I'm going uh, after work, probably going to go over to Rachel's. We're going to cook dinner. But a, a, a quick shout-out to hashtag brothers of the podcast, Walter and Jack Furness, I believe. Maybe my sister, Abigail. I don't recall. I think it was just my brothers. I don't really know, though. For uh, their 2019 Christmas gift, nearly two years old at this point, which is a $50 gift card to Binnie's Beverage Depot. If you can't find it at Binnie's, it's probably not worth drinking. Unofficial sponsor of today's broadcast. It, the, I think the gift card, well, it's, it was just like printed out on you know 8x11 paper, so it's digital. So I'm pretty sure it doesn't expire, but the, card, the, the paper says like, even though these funds never expire, this code will. And I just don't want to deal with the hassle. And the expiration date on it is 821, which is today's the 20th. So we got 11 more days of that. And I'm going to be on vacation Monday through this next Friday. So we're really down to like the last couple of days. So do not let me forget. In fact, I am going to do this right now. I'm going to grab it live on the air. Grab my computer here and move it. And I am going to grab the gift card because it's been on my dresser, which is why I never remember to grab it when I go out. Because the, the Binnie's is literally down the block from Rachel's new place. Um, and I'm going stick to it, stick it under my wallet so that when I leave later today, I can go find a very fun 
bottle of, uh, I don't know, probably whiskey or something and get it for free thanks to my kind, long-suffering brothers. I'm not even going to pause. You're going to get live air, but I'll, I'll keep talking. Remember a couple uh, weeks ago when we did the segment Quinn Changes His Laundry while singing Herbie Hancock? It's kind of like that. Except I already changed my laundry earlier, and uh, I'm pretty much on top of things today. I've got the gift card in tow. Let's see. Quinn Furness, Merry Christmas, Quinn. Hope you find something tasty. It is from Walton Jack. Thanks, guys. Here's what it says. This printed voucher expires on August 31st, 2021. However, the funds never expire. What I don't understand, so you're saying the printed voucher expires. That's fine. But what does it mean for the printed voucher to expire? Because all that I'm getting here is a card number, an expiration date, a CVV, and a zip code. So if when the printed voucher expires, what does that mean? Like, that's what I'm, that's where kind of where I'm at. And I just don't really want to find out because I don't want to show up and be like, oh, yeah, I know the funds don't expire, but this printed voucher expires and then have it be an issue. So by going today, we are going to ameliorate, A-M-E-L-I-O-R-A-T-E, big words on the podcast today, today, T-O-D-A-Y, yeah. Good spelling. We're going to ameliorate the issue. Okay, let's jump into the list here. And I'll tell you what inspired it because like many Beantown podcast episodes, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do until this morning. When the big news broke out, Michael Richards was canceled. Not the one you are already aware of. From the Laugh Factory, I'm talking about the executive producer of Jeopardy. And also, I'm pretty sure there was a hockey player for the Los Angeles Kings named Mike Richards. If you don't know, let me catch you up. Ever since Alistair Beck passed, Jeopardy has been doing like a one-week, two-week, whatever, guest host rotation. Under the guise of... We're trying, you know, some of it is just like for fun, but some of it is like we're, we're auditioning hosts to see who's going to take over the full-time hosting gig. Notable names have included Ken Jennings, Buzz Aldrin, not Buzz Aldrin, but Buzz, uh, there's a famous Jeopardy tournament player named Buzzy. I don't know what his last name is. Cohen, maybe? Like the Cohen brothers, Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Cohen, Michael Cohen. Mike Richards, who is the executive producer of Jeopardy and has a uh, spotty past. We'll get to him in a second. Dr. Oz, Stephanopoulos, Sanjay Gupta, the lady from Blossom, uh, other, uh, oh, Joe Buck, Aaron Rodgers, LeVar Burton. You sort of get the gist. And Mike Richards was announced as the full-time host of Jeopardy like two weeks ago. And he's also the executive producer of the show. 
meaning he's the guy calling the shots in conjunction with Sony. So he's basically just saying, yeah, I'll take it. It would be like if the Beantown podcast was looking for a new host because I was going to just stop being the host but stick to my executive producer role. And then it was, at, and, you know, we would probably get like Katie Couric as a guest host for the Beantown podcast who also did Jeopardy, uh, Usain Bolt, Carrot Top. But then after the long, extensive search, in quotes, I announced that I myself was taking over. That's what it would be like. So I don't – I'm not going to get into all the Mike Richards stuff. But basically, and this is where it kind of hits close to home, he has said some very controversial and not just controversial but like ignorant and not kind things on previous podcast episodes. Oh, boy. Not this show. We would never have a low-lifer like Mike Richards on this show. Uh-uh. This is a wholesome family production. Okay? But he has said some bad things on other people's shows. <clears throat> I won't call them out because we here in the podcast community, we, we, we like to stick together. But uh, so basically this morning he announced, because he's the executive producer of Jeopardy!, that he was no longer going to be the full-time host. And so now we're kind of back to square one. But he's still going to be the executive producer. So it's like, mm, okay, not quite sure what that accomplished. I mean, it's a positive thing. It's good, but not quite sure what it actually accomplished. No real consequences. So hopefully we'll get someone cool like... uh, J. Fred Muggs would be a great guest host, or Kurtwood Smith, or Hayden Christensen. So I, it got me thinking, who are some other celebrities that we need to give the axe to? And uh, this is an honorable mention because he's already well on his way to being canceled. And by well on his way, I mean straight to federal prison. Uh, Michael Avenatti. And I was watching uh, kind of a mini doc about Michael Avenatti this morning. And if you don't know, he was the big brash lawyer who was representing Stormy Daniels against Trump and then announced he was considering running for president, yada, yada, yada. And now he is he has been convicted of extortion, basically. Well, and he's done a lot of bad shit, too, kind of like Tom Girardi type shit, whole other Boy, that's a whole other story. Tom Girardi, Erica Jane, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, which I am just deeply engrossed in right now. Boy, I mean, I didn't put her on the list because, in a sense, she's sort of been canceled. Like, no one likes her right now. But I would love if she went to prison. I think that would be really cool. (laughs) Um, But Michael Avenatti, in addition to some other upcoming trials, he's already been found guilty of... Trying to extort Nike for additional payments to him personally, not to his client. I don't recall exactly what the whole situation was. But when, like, going through the breakdown of what he did, it was like, how, how, this is clearly like an intelligent guy. Very, you know, for, for better or for worse, like, very cunning and seemingly. You know, very quick 
on his feet. But he literally, like, was negotiating with Nike and making these egregious personal demands that clearly crossed the line into extortion. And, and, like, there were threats and all that stuff. And so Nike was like, okay, we'll get back to you. Then Nike goes to the U.S. Attorney's General, Attorney General, whatever, and is like, hey, he's doing this. And then the Attorney General's office is like, okay, let's get him on, on tape. And so Nike calls back with, you know, a, a wired phone to to Avenatti to be like, hey, just confirming this is what you wanted, right? And he goes all the way through the whole thing again while the attorney general's office is listening. And it's just like, how dumb can you be to walk into that trap? I mean, come on, man. So he's going to prison to that for that. It's like two years right now. Apparently, he's got some more criminal stuff coming up, uh, which is like the Tom Girardi stuff, basically like stealing from clients. And from what I've heard, he's representing himself. So, Godspeed, young man. I don't think he's going to be running for president anytime soon. Uh, others who should be canceled. Oh, uh, this has been on my list for a long time. And by long, I mean like, I don't know, two years. Aquafina. And the only reason I mention this, she's been popping back up in the news lately. Uh, first, because she's in that new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Seven Knights, I think it's called. I don't know. It's one of their new films. And she's in it. But she also had some sort of interview where she was talking about Asian stereotypes or was asked about that. And she was like, I refuse to do any role that would require me to do any sort of Asian accent or culture embodiment or anything, which is just like the most hypocritical thing of all time. If you don't know Aquafina, she's known more now as an actress, but she started out as like a SoundCloud rapper and her whole thing as you know, she's like a mid twenties Asian girl from Queens has been like embodying and impersonating black and rap culture in her songs, in her music videos, in her just demeanor. And it's just like, are you kidding me? You're going to tell us that you're not going to do, anything that could be perceived as a stereotype, and then you're out here saying, yeah, what's good? What's up, Doug? You know, yada, yada, yada. I'm not, look, I'm not here to get canceled, so I'm not going to venture too far into the shit. But I also, on a personal note, find Aquafina to just be, like, very insufferable. I-N-S-U-F-F. E-R-A-B-L-E. It's like a 13-letter word. So, Aquafina, you're on the list. And also, just a quick note on cancel culture. Like, I know it's such a big thing with huge proponents on both sides. And I'm not, I'm personally not, you know, the one who's out here being like, cancel everybody for every past transgression. But there, I, and I, I think there's a difference in my mind between like you're canceled and oh, we just don't need to give you 
attention. Like, I don't think Aquafina should receive any sort of punishment or anything. I just think she shouldn't be given as much of a platform. That's really, when I say people we should cancel, that's what I mean by cancel. I mean, like, let's not idolize you or consider you to be a good role model or give you attention or a, a platform to be perfectly straightforward because I think you're terrible. Uh, next on my list, Hannah Brown. Oh, boy. The Bachelor Nation's going to blow up over this one. And I got to tell you, you can tweet at us. We're at BeantownCast. I'm personally at White Buns with a Z. Or you can email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. Again, it's BeantownNeanPodcastYahoo.com. Or you can go to www.BeantownPodcast.com slash contact us. And I think there's like a hyphen between the contact and the us. Or else you'll get a... 404 not found bad getaway or gateway or whatever. Hannah Brown was presumably on a season of The Bachelor and then became The Bachelorette. And she's the worst. She's from like Alabama or something. And she's also misappropriated black culture she's posted videos of like you know using unsavory unkind a, a very unkind word for an african american person and it's just like why why do you still have 2.6 instagram followers why are we supporting this there are so many people out there who are unlikable just for their personality who were bachelorettes see katie the most recent one also i watched the bachelor in paradise premiere on monday i don't know i don't think i can keep up with this it was just not that i can't keep up but i don't want to continue watching because it was very just like what this is not entertaining and then in between the not entertaining parts, we have little interludes from David Spade. So that sounds like one of Dante's levels of hell. But Hannah Brown, like, I, I don't know. I think she's just terrible. Let's, let's get her off Instagram. Speaking of get off, uh, OnlyFans, did you see this yesterday? Announced that they are starting in October. They will no longer be allowing sexually explicit content. But here's my question, because, you know, you, the, the headlines came out. Everyone on Twitter went crazy, and I get it. Like, But here's my question. They're allowing nudity, but they will not allow sexually explicit content. So here's a legit question. Like, where where are you going to draw the line between those two things like you can i can take all my clothes off i can take a picture and i can post it on OnlyFans. and to be perfectly honest i can pretty much do that on i'm not going to but i can pretty much do that on instagram too instagram has very like iffy rules on this sort of thing so when does it go from nudity to sexually explicit material? Do I have to, like, 
have my hand within six inches of my genitals? These are the questions we're answering today on the Beantown Podcast. You know what doesn't, what shocked me when I found this out, you know, a year, two years ago, whatever, when I was doing research uh, for the uh, Scott Farrell audiobook? Remember when we did that project, start of 2020? That was insane. Um, Twitter has like no, uh, you can, you can straight up post all your porn on Twitter. And it's not, there's no like community standard violation or anything like that. I, when I found that out, I was like, yikes. Whew. I got to tell you, this is crazy stuff, man. Uh, um, there's a, speaking of OnlyFans, we'll make a connection here and I'll we'll jump ahead in my list a little bit here and I will, I will move along in this list fairly quickly because I'm, I need to get back to work uh, soonish rather than later-ish, but there's so David Dobrik. I don't really know anything about him other than my girlfriend and her sisters seem to really like this guy. He seems terrible. He's like a clickbait YouTuber who's already been canceled once and is now trying to make a comeback. And I say we cancel him again. But he's got this sort of like it's kind of like the TikTok house. Oh, the planes are back. I don't know if you can hear them. They'll, uh, rest of this recording, we'll have that in the background, so that'll be fun. He's got, like, this group of people, I think they're called, like, the Video Squad or something, and one of the girls on there who's just, like, this very, like, young 20s, normal, like, attractive-looking blonde lady, apparently she went on OnlyFans last month or something, and has already made, like, $4.2 million, which is nuts. I really don't understand the appeal of paying for OnlyFans when there's so much free sexually explicit content on the market. Or you can just find leaks online. It's really not a big thing. Like if I can find Seinfeld episodes without Seinfeld being on Hulu anymore or watch The Office without having Peacock, I'm sure you can find OnlyFans without paying for it. Uh, so David Dobrik, let's cancel him again. Amber Heard, who's like an actress, I really don't know much of what she's done except when Sam Anderson and I watched Aquaman a couple months ago. She was in that one. But this was Johnny Depp's ex-wife. And I'm trying to remember what she did. She basically lied about him. I don't know if it was like domestic violence or abuse or what it was, but she falsified stuff and he his name got absolutely dragged through the coals last year and then it turns out she made up the whole thing and i gotta tell you falsifying that sort of thing when in just that general kind of atmosphere women and i don't i'm not taking issue with this but women like have the total upper hand in terms of like stories and believability, all that stuff. So like taking advantage of your position in that way, oof. As a man, ooh, that gets that gets me going. And not in the OnlyFans type way. Matt Gates, who's a congressman, I think, from like somewhere. He's got a real big head. He's kinda like if Tom Cruise had a bigger head. And 
was just still like the crazy Scientology type Tom Cruise, but also just really unlikable. Like I find Tom Cruise to be really crazy and really weird, but I also think he's like a very professional, very good actor, and he seems very likable. Like I think if I ran into Tom Cruise on the street, I could have like a fun 10-second conversation and then go our merry ways. Matt Gates, I don't really get that vibe. I'm not going to we're not going to spend the rest of this episode getting into all the Matt Gates stuff. But I'll just tell you, I mean, his last name is pronounced like G A or pronounced it's pronounced Gates. Dumbass. It's spelled like G A E T sometimes Z I think. Um and that's enough for uh, disqualification, in my opinion. Uh, we've got three more on the list. And I will briefly mention uh, that this show is brought to you by Home Pride Oregon. If you need a home inspection in Central Oregon, you know who to call. His name's Steve. He's my dad. His number is 541-410-0316, I believe. But just to be safe, visit homeprideoregon.com. Com and tell them Quinn sent you. It won't get you any percentage off, but it, uh, it, it will remind my dad that I still have a show. I think this is episode 189, maybe 190. This might be 190. Oh, boy. We're getting close. Countdown to 200. Uh, Cuts by Q is also a sponsor of this show. When you need a fresh do and you want it snappy and new, Call the experts at Cuts by Q. You can also visit www.beantownpodcast.com slash cuts dash by dash Q. And then our good friends, Samson Q2U series. It's got crisp, clear audio quality. There's the planes. Sounds like the Indy 500 outside. When God speaks, he uses the Samson. So I guess they just took a lunch break. I was really hopeful that uh, that we'd kind of be good, you know? But no, we're not good. So that's a shame. Uh, we are back to our list here of people who should be canceled. Canceled in quotes for all those reasons I have just mentioned uh so next up on our list we have ellen degeneres oh boy so there's a lot of stuff about ellen route to staff finding dory didn't do as well at the box office as they thought you know reasons to cancel her etc but here's my biggest thing with ellen so she announced you know, a couple of weeks ago, a month or two ago, that she that this upcoming season of her daytime talk show, the Ellen show, I think, or is it just called Ellen? I don't know. Will be her last. And she is such a arrogant person that her official quote, her official reasoning for wanting to stop doing her show was that it just wasn't a challenge for her anymore. And I'm sorry, whether or not that's, like, actually how you feel, 
how can you come out and just say that? Like, that is just the, the most not humble thing I've ever heard. Like, how could you... There are a million reasons, hashtag okay, okay, go, that you could give for wanting to end your run. And you have been one of the most successful and iconic television figures of the last 30 years. So how can you come out and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm quitting because it's not a challenge anymore? Like, like what, what did her PR team tell her when she decided to say that? Who was telling her this was a good reason? And that's like the, the fourth actual reason, uh, fourth on the totem pole reason that Ellen should be canceled. But it's the one that really rubbed me the wrong way the most. Uh, next up, Lady Gaga. Nothing really wrong with her. She's just my rival. Finally, Cardi B. Okay. And I'm glad I remembered this one. I remembered it late, hence why it's all the way down on my list here. But it's actually the one that, like, all kidding aside, I probably feel the most passionate about. Cardi B stakes her whole rise to fame slash gaining of wealth on the fact that she used to work as a prostitute and would drug and rob men. So basically she's like Bill Cosby, but because she's like an empowering female black icon, she she never got any, you know, repercussions or anything. I don't know if it was just like the people she drugged were drugged so hard that they forgot who drugged them and then didn't want to file lawsuits or she paid them off with 10% of the money she stole from them. I don't know. But the whole, the whole like, oh my God, Cardi B, like amazing performing at award shows, number one hits, like yada, yada, yada. When she's, it's not like, oh, some, some, you know, newspaper or magazine like did an expose and we discovered this. She is, she's wearing that proud that that sash proudly sash s-a-s-h proudly across her rather large bosom and i just don't like i i don't understand how are we idolizing her how do we how are we like framing her as this huge powerful like beyonce level figure of importance when she's like, oh, yeah, I became famous because I drugged and robbed men. Like, those those two things are not in line with my, or, or they don't make sense in my mind. And they certainly are not in line with my core values. I want to give a, an, a, a, a final parting honorable mention slash reverse cancellation to former Senator... SNL writer and actor, Al Franken. Um, If you don't really remember, Al Franken was like one of, if not the first huge cancel culture victims. This was all the way back in like early 2017 maybe because he did the, 
he was on, you know, a bunch. He's senator from Minnesota, Democrat. He was on a bunch of committees. He he did the like famous questioning of Betsy DeVos, Trump's uh, secretary of education. So it must have been right after that, early 2017, I think. What Al Franken got canceled for was there was a picture of him miming, sque- miming squeezing a woman's breast while he was on some sort of USO tour. And that's what he got canceled for. Do I think that's a photo in, like, bad taste? Yeah. I've never posted a photo like that. I've never mimed squeezing a woman's breasts before. But, like, on one hand, we have Cardi B, who is proud of drugging, date raping, whatever, stealing from men. And on the other hand, we have Al Franken, who mimed grabbing a woman's breasts. So... I, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't add up for me. So yeah. And Al Franken is just like if you ever read one of his books or watched one of his talks or just like watched him interact in politics, you know not I'm not standing up for like values or anything, but just like how entertaining he is, how smart he is, and the fact that he's just not as involved in well, he was amazing for politics, but he's not as involved in the public eye now. In fact, hardly at all. Is a real, real damn shame. Let me know what are your thoughts. Slash anything you agree with, anything you disagree with. Who do you think? Whom do you think should be canceled? I don't want to be canceled for using the wrong who or whom. Email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, it's beantownbeanpodcast at yahoo.com. I promise you a shorter episode. This I wouldn't call this short. It's definitely not too long, though, and I don't think it's too bloated. And we had some fun. We had some laughs. But I think this was also just like a, at times, hopefully a, a, an engaging and interesting uh, conversation and discussion. That's what I've got for you. Uh, I am going on vacation next week. I'm very excited. I am flying to Phoenix on Monday. I am driving to Flagstaff for uh, supper slash sleeping there. I am planning to wake up very early Tuesday morning to do a Grand Canyon hike. It's about 13 miles round trip. Then drive to Las Vegas, which is like four hours from there. That is a very long day. And then the next day I will be doing Death Valley. And seeing some of the sequoias. I've never seen the sequoias before. And then on my last day, I don't have a mu- I don't have much plant. I'm starting in Bakersfield. I'm ending in Palm Springs. I will probably maybe go see like Griffith Observatory, Hollywood Sign. Maybe jump into Joshua Tree for a hot second. Um, and then I my final day is Friday. I got to drive all the way back to Phoenix and then fly out like mid afternoon. So I'll be back Friday night, late. Got to get ready for that auction draft the next day. But yeah, I am looking forward to coming to you live next weekend, not on Friday, uh, sometime Saturday or Sunday, to tell you all about my travels, my tales, if you will. 
But I want to thank everyone for listening. I really appreciate your support. Thank you for not canceling me. And I also want to give a shout-out to my friends in Pakistan, for I am the Karachi Kid, 104th-ranked comedy podcast in the entire country. Pretty impressive. That's what I got for you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Um, my heart goes out to Afghanistan, Pakistan's neighbor. And uh, sorry we fucked that one up so bad. Lots more I, I, I could say. We'll save it for another time. That's what I got for you. Everyone, thanks for listening. Let's cue up our music. Quinn's going back to work. Stay safe. Stay sane. Wish me luck on my journey and hydration. And I'll check in on you next time. Bye.